This is the Butterfly Effect Podcast, and I'm Ashlyn Newlove, tackling everything from fitness, nutrition, business, life, ice cream cones, and everything else in between to help inspire people to make one change that causes their ripple effect. You're listening to the Butterfly Effect Podcast, episode number 13. I've brought back on my good friend, paramedic, outdoorsman, and now current Ironman triathlon trainee, Brandon Blondeau. Today we are diving into the world of perception and my favorite saying from Cabo, no bad days. This episode of the Butterfly Effect podcast is sponsored by Studio Earphones. I recently received my Neva earbuds last week and they are gorgeous. It had been on my to-do list for a while to get a new pair, but they can be expensive if you want good quality. When I came across Studio, that was the solution. They have revolutionized the way people see headphones. They're not just a tech device, but also an accessory. Currently, the headphone market can offer you one of two things, style or tech. Fashionable headphones tend to lack the proper sound quality, and high-tech variations are bulky and not design-oriented. They bridge that gap. While emphasizing their modern design, they also provide a product that matches the quality of even the highest-rated headphones on the market, for a fraction of the cost. Studio also provides free worldwide shipping and are having a special promotion for Valentine's Day from now until February 14th. Visit studio.com and use promo code SWEATEFFECT15 to receive 15% off of your purchase. Welcome to episode number 13. So for those of you who don't know me, I'm a fitness and nutrition coach helping people have fun, keep fit, and reach their goals while they're at it with my online program, The Sweat Effect. Well, Brandon took the reins on episode number five, and we had such a great time together, he's here to do it again. I actually can't even believe we're already on to episode 13 now. Time really flies when you're having fun. Hello again, everyone. Uh, Some of you may remember me from a previous episode, but for those of you who are new, my name is Brandon Blondo. I'm a paramedic, outdoorsman, and multi-sport athlete. Ashlyn and I go back a number of years now, and after our first episode of the podcast together, we knew we needed to do another one. So here I am. I'm passionate about cultivating happiness and pursuing whatever great personal challenge I can find for myself. I have a background in ultra running, mountaineering, through hiking, and living my life as I best see fit in the great outdoors. I'm humbled to have been asked to come back on the show for another great discussion, and today I would love to talk with you about the no bad days mindset and how we can all learn to live out our days a little bit better. So without further ado, take us away, Ashlyn. Well, so you know how in every other podcast, people usually bring on guests to ask them the questions? Well, we'll be doing a little bit of that, but I'll be bringing on guest hosts to put me under the microscope and bring topics to the podcast that interest them and ask me all of the questions they've been dying to know. So since Brand is a seasoned pro, he knows where to take it from here. All right, Ashlyn, let's get this started off easy. How do you define this ideology of no bad days, and what does it mean to you uh, in your day-to-day life? Well, anybody can have a bad day, depending on what your outlook is. Somebody could say something that's hurtful, I don't know, you could wreck something that's expensive. You can epically spill on your clothes. My, (laughs) Have you ever dropped a bottle of ketchup out of the fridge? No, but I did (laughs) drop a four-liter 
container of um, barbecue sauce that I got from Costco and it sprayed all over the ceiling once. You're just like, this is the most horrendous thing that could ever happen because it's everywhere. It's like a murder scene, but with barbecue sauce. Yes. But in reality, all of those things are super menial and we essentially build them up in our heads. So if I was... I like to use this example with people. If I were to call my dad and complain about these little things, you know, I spilled like ketchup all over my kitchen and I dropped this and broke it or did all these little menial things. He could literally respond to me and say, well, at least you don't have cancer. Like calling all of those things a first world problem is even being generous. Oh, for sure. And I think... A lot of things that we perceive as problems in the moment are simply because, like, it's probably just such an overwhelming like, stimulation of all of a sudden everything was fine, and then next thing you know, there's ketchup on your ceiling, and you just have this really short moment of like, "Holy crap, this is the worst! <laughs> this is the worst thing!" Before you get a chance to like step back and be like, "Oh no, it's just it's just ketchup." And especially if it's like a buildup of those little things, yeah. right? So it's like maybe you spilled that and you broke something that day, and you know a couple other things didn't go the way you wanted, and then it's like, "Well, this is the worst day ever." Yeah. And people love being dramatic when they say that too. I'm having the worst day. It is not the worst day. And you know what I always find, too, is, like, when these, you know, quote, bad days happen where it's, like, all of these little things are kind of building up into one. Like, for one, it's never actually about the ketchup or the whatever you spilled. Like, it's always, like, there's something underlying that, like, I've been letting fester. And I haven't just, like, gone out and talked about it with someone or, like, gotten it off my chest. And then, like you kind of like build all these problems into one and you're actually just like taking your stress from something else out and letting it kind of like flow out of, you know, these little things that aren't even a big deal. You're All of a sudden they're just like, it's a train wreck, you know? Yeah, and I think by saying I'm having a bad day, that's just such a simple way of, you know, describing it when it's not even that. No, it's like a bad moment. yes. So, okay, so using, you know, as much or as little detail as you want, um, tell us about your last, quote, bad day, and what do you think you could have done different to overcome the hardship of that, you know, specific moment? You know, I can't even remember the last bad day that I, I had, but I do remember one day when we were still living in Saskatoon, and it was a series of events. Um, so that's why I got up in the morning, and I was running a little bit behind, so and Curtis will tell you when I start to rush, I'm like spilling things all over the place. So I came down the, the stairs and I was dressed, I was working as a mortgage broker at the time. So I was like, had a nice top on and spilled coffee all down the front of it. Okay. Got to go back upstairs and change. Come downstairs. Got to make a little bit of something to eat. Open the cupboard door and a bag of chia seeds fell off the counter and they were everywhere. I literally just was like, okay, I don't have time to deal with it. I just literally shut the closet door and walked away from it. I was like, this seems like future Ashlyn's problem. <laughs> Current Ashlyn doesn't have time to deal with this right now. So I get to the office and something was going like a little bit wonky with my deal. Like nothing that was like, people weren't losing their house or losing money or anything, but it was like, 
I don't know if the lender had asked for like something that was ridiculous. And I have, I'm the middleman, right? When I was a mortgage broker. So I have to go back and ask the clients for documents or information and they're irritated and everybody's irritated and they're all taking it out on me. So this client is being, it's pardon my language, a complete asshole to me. They phone me up, ream me out. And I'm like, I feel like I'm doing a bad job and like a bad job of life in general at this point. So I'm driving home and I smash into this huge pothole that was by our house. This was in Rosewood in Saskatoon. And if any of my people who live in there probably know it's uh, it's by the, is it Meadows? The Meadows? The Meadows, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, area. I smashed that pothole and I was like, I think I'm going to cry right now. I'm literally having the worst day. Like, I'm pretty sure I've broken something on my vehicle at this point. I'd just been yelled at on the phone. I spilled all that shit in the morning. And then I was like, wait a minute. I'm going home to work out right now in my garage where I love my space and my workout and everything. And I'm about to cry over these little things that happened to me in the day. I think the biggest thing with, like, somebody, why when somebody yelled at me that was upsetting is because I thought that they thought that I was doing a bad job when I actually wasn't. It it was, it didn't even have anything to do with me, but it like upset me. And I'm like, you know what, the way you handle this situation, if you cry and flip out and go sit on the couch and like eat a vat of ice cream and don't do your workout because you had a quote unquote bad day, then this is life's way of testing you on how you're going to handle this situation here. Mm-hmm. So I like, I always have to, my process is venting. So I always have to call someone and I called my coworker at the time and told him the story. And I always feel better when I do that. And I went in and I'm in the garage and I have a no bad days sticker from Cabo on our squat rack. And I'm like, you know what? If this was truly a bad day, I wouldn't be out here in my garage about to do some squats. I am okay. Like if I had real problems thrown at me, I wouldn't be so lucky to be here. So it's literally all the pers- perspective of what you're doing. Yeah. So that's what I always ask myself in that moment. Like when you're on the verge of like having that breakdown and thinking that everything's the worst, like this is the universe's way of testing me. How am I going to react in this situation? That's what's going to define me as a person. And I think like there's two things I want to touch on. One is like going back to the people yelling at you about the mortgage so I'm a full-time paramedic for the listeners who don't know that. Um, and we sometimes get yelled at by family members um, or bystanders or um, sometimes it's even other healthcare professionals. Um, if something is not going the way that you want it to go or, or they want it to go or, or maybe things just aren't working out very well. And I find a lot of the time that that anger that they're putting onto you is merely a deflection of the fact that they just don't understand the situation, right? Like, and, and a lot of people react with, I need to exert this energy somehow. And and it's probably just going to come onto you. And I always try and remind myself, like when things like that happen, that like, this is because they don't understand what's happening. You know, like if, if, um, for instance, we're not taking a patient to the hospital that they prefer to go to, and and some you know we we always try to do our best to accommodate that if if it's right but if somebody's having a heart attack 
we need to take them to a cardiologist. They need to go to the hospital where, you know, the that unit is placed. And so sometimes it's not the hospital that they want to go to and they don't understand that, you know, you're actually doing this in their best interest. I'm not doing it just because I don't want to take you to, you know, city hospital if that's where you want to go. It's because if you go to city hospital, you're, you won't stay there. They're going to send you to the place that you need to go to yeah, get. You won't receive the care that Exactly. You and so I find that if I just remind myself, it's like they probably just don't understand what's happening and I try to do my best to explain it to them. And if they still don't understand, I just have to trust like in time that, you know, once they realize that what I was doing was in their best interest, they'll feel better about the situation. And again, like you're that middle person, you're their mm-hmm. connection to the patient. Right. So it's like, well, they can't yell at anyone else and they want to yell at someone. Yeah just because of the situation. So that's not necessarily even what's happening in that time. They're stressed out. And I know, and I, and I know buying a house is a stressful time for a lot of people too. Obviously two different contexts and jobs here. And don't think that I'm trying to compare being a mortgage broker to a paramedic. I'm just comparing, you know, people's reactions to things. But I think my biggest fear, because I knew like the deal wasn't falling apart. They weren't Mm going to knock at the house that they were purchasing or anything. That wasn't the thing. My biggest thing is that I think that they think that I'm doing a bad job. And because that was a referral-based business, well, then they're going to go spread my name through the muck saying, I don't know what I'm talking about. But also like health and money are two huge sources of stress for people, mm-hmm. right? So if if things like that kind of go off the rockers, like, yeah, like it's very understandable why someone would be upset about it, especially if it's not coming the way that they want it to come. It that is a that's a very good statement. Yeah. <laughs> there aren't there probably aren't anything more stressful than health and money. No, I I can't think of any. I mean Because anything that's also stressful on top of that Deals with health and money. <laughs> <laughs> in some way, right? Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of the times they're correlated. It's like my health is poor and now I can't afford to take care of it. Yeah. You know, maybe not so much in Canada because we're, we're quite fortunate with our health care system. Or if you system, can't but... work because of your health yes. and then it's like, yeah. it's this vicious circle. So yes, yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, okay, so moving on. Obviously, you know, this isn't a task that comes effortly. This, this idea that, you know, this isn't a bad day, it's a bad moment. So what steps do you take in your day-to-day life to help pursue this mindset? And what do you do when you feel like a bad day is kind of on the horizon for you? You know what? I think we forget about this a lot of the time, but there are so many people out there that aren't as fortunate, literally as anyone that anyone that I know. Mm-hmm. And that's just a good reminder to ourselves to to double check with that and when we start to spiral because that's what happens right when we start to spiral into our problems to remind ourselves that there are so many people out there that aren't as fortunate as we are like literally nobody is listening to this podcast right now who is living in complete squalor I can Mm -hmm. guarantee you that and that is something that happens all over the world Mm -hmm. And this isn't like, you know, a reminder to go donate to anything. Or I'm just trying to say, like, we have to look at the big picture. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We're allowed to tell ourselves when something totally sucked. Because that, it helps us feel better. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 
Brandon is actually probably the person I reach out to first when something dumb has happened to me. And then we hash it out. And then I just try to leave it at that and not dwell on it. But in the heat of the moment, I don't want to hear that things could be worse or like anything like that. I want you to agree with me and then I feel better because, yes, I understand things could be much worse than the silly little thing that I'm down this rabbit hole on. But I like to vent and we're totally allowed to feel crappy about things. But it's how we respond to that situation is what really matters. Yeah. I always try and remind myself that like, you know, maybe this is a very blunt way of putting this statement, but I don't have real problems. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm very blessed, you know, and I use that term cautiously in my line of work because I, I'm constantly reminded of that. My job is helping people who are having bad days mm-hmm. specifically or their worst day. And so, you know, if I feel that things are not planning, they're not panning out the way I want them to go and they're not, things are kind of falling apart, I'm, I'm very blessed with this ability to take a step back and be like, you know what, I have seen firsthand that this is not a, for me, this is not a real problem. And I could be in the hospital like my last patient that I, you know, took in that something, they were doing something, you know, harmless and all of a sudden they're in surgery and it turned into a real bad day for them yeah and so i always that's kind of my frame of reference that i like to use that you know i live in this realm where you know like i said i spill (laughs) spill my barbecue sauce and it's Mm -hmm. like that's not a real problem it's an inconvenience for sure and it's like oh my god now i have to clean barbecue sauce off the ceiling yeah but i i'm fortunate that I can take a step back and be like, I have my health. I'm healthy. I didn't drop it on my foot and break my leg accidentally because I slipped on it or whatever. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it, maybe it's a, a very simple way of saying it, that, you know, it could be worse. And, and, you know, when we were setting up the, this show, when we were talking about it and whatnot, I want everybody to understand that I know people have mental health issues and that they have a hard time, you know, dealing with these types of things. And that's mm-hmm. not what we're referring to right now. No. That, that's a whole other topic. Mm-hmm. And I totally understand that, you know, how those people feel and whatnot mm-hmm. is different than this. Yeah. And we're not trying to say, like, you don't have problems. Yeah. Because that's not the case. We don't know what's going on in, in everyone else's life, and we're not going to sit here and pretend that we do. Um, I think we're more just trying to discuss the strategies that we take when we think that things are not going the way that we want them to. How do we tackle this? How do we move on? How do we better prepare for next time? For sure. And what is the, like, maybe we can give people a different perspective about mm-hmm. things. And you know what? Maybe someone's listening to this right now and they're like in a bit of a funk and they listen to it and they're like, you know what? You're right. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to seize the day. I'm going to tackle this shit. And it gives them some new inspiration or motivation for whatever they've got going on in their life. That That's all we're trying to do. So actually, service is a really good segue into the next question. So how do you try to pass along this message and this idea to others? I did write a, a blog post about it last year. And it was, I will, I'll post the link from my website into 
um, the show notes on iTunes and SoundCloud. So if people want to read it, they can. But when I posted it, like people were like, they loved it. They were like, I needed to read this right now. And I do talk about it from time to time on my Instagram stories and things like that as well. But I also always try to remind my members and clients that the things that they're going through are what others are going through too. And this is going to sound harsh, but it's not meant to me. But I once heard someone refer to it as people thinking they're a special snowflake, just meaning that they think that they're the only ones that have these boundaries and issues to overcome. And when the harsh reality is, is that a lot of people are experiencing the exact same things. I told my last group, my last group program, I do an eight-week transformation program. So I said to them, I know you're busy. I know things get crazy at times. And during this process, you won't have to remind me of that. I already know. But the one thing I can do is provide you with the great support and ideas on how you can make things work with your fitness and nutrition during these times. Everything is possible if we set our mind to it. So when someone is tempted to tell me how busy that they are and that they can't do something, you, you don't have to waste your breath. I already know because everyone is busy. And like I said, that might sound harsh, but people know me. I'm not a real like dance around things kind of person. So I like to let everyone know where I stand. And I have complete faith in everyone that they can make it work. And so that's kind of why I put that out there. I don't think when people sign up for one of my programs that they're going to fail. I have 100% faith in them. It's going to work. They can do it. I'm also their biggest cheerleader. I like with my clients and everything, like I celebrate everything with them and I love it. I love the positive stuff too. Like I love it so much. But I find that laying that out there, like right off the start, it doesn't allow for people to just go down those rabbit holes as much. And it gets them relying on the thoughts that are in their head that they're too busy or they can't do it. It just makes them take a look, a look at things differently and it helps them get to their goals instead. But don't get me wrong. I totally understand some people struggle with their mental health too. That's what I was saying before. And I would never put an expectation out like that to someone if I didn't think that they could handle it either. Mm-hmm. And you could ask my clients. I'm also very, very understanding as well. So don't think that I'm like some hard ass person that like... You're like a drill instructor. Like. No, and anybody who takes my my programs are going to listen to this and be like, oh, Ashlyn's like super supportive. Yeah. But sometimes certain people just need a different approach. And I think that's what people like appreciate and respect about my style too. Yeah, and I think that if you can preemptively take that step to negate complacency, yes, you set a lot of people down a path of okay, I know that she knows where I'm coming from, you know, how can we move forward now knowing we're both on the same page with this? For sure. And like, you're busy, I'm busy, mm-hmm. you know, neighbor Sally's busy, everyone's busy. And I just want people to like get that in their head that because I, I do feel that they use, you know, that as an excuse sometimes when maybe we're thinking that we're busy, but we managed to squeeze in a few hours of TV tonight. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah. And I'm not saying people aren't allowed to watch TV either, but there's always a way that people can make things work. If you really want to. For sure. And that's the thing. You have to want to to do it, right? And if you're avoiding dealing with a problem and using that time poorly doing something else when you could be addressing that situation, maybe you're not actually ready to tackle that yet. Yeah. You know? Totally. Um, okay, so, so are there any other mantras that you use to help foster the state of living a good day every day? Well, we, we've talked about this before in the other podcasts, and Brandon knows this is like one of my like mantras in life. But right now, not just right now, like for the last little while, it's I really try to do things to live my best life. So... That can be my outlook on literally anything. Right now at the lake, it's really, really quiet out here. There is, I don't even, wouldn't know how many people actually live in the town site of Cochin full-time, but less than 100 for, for sure. And I keep feeling like people are waiting for me to say that I hate it out here, but I actually really love it. And I look at it as my chance for me to get a bunch of work done before we take off on our next adventure. Um, I was telling somebody that, I hadn't seen another human being from Thursday to Monday. That was me. Oh, yeah. I was telling you. I was telling you I hadn't seen another human from Thursday to Monday. And, like, that's crazy to some people. And the only person that I had seen, like, on Thursday, the internet guy came. And on Monday, I had an appointment that I had to go to town for. Like This actually just reminds me, just really quick sidebar about, do you ever see those pictures on, like, Instagram and it's like a meme of like a cabin in the woods and they're like you get a million dollars but you have to live here alone for three months with no internet would you do it yeah. and I'm like oh my god that sounds really nice like, do you know how many people say that sounds really nice that you didn't talk to another human I was like but as an extrovert it's weird for me not to like see anyone but you know what I totally love it and I'm like, holy shit, I got so much work done. I'm going to be so ready for when we take off to Australia next month. Because I work from when we're gone as well, but I need to like get a big chunk of the work done beforehand. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, this is awesome. That is how I'm living my good life here. And another thing that, so yeah, Brandon, he's like, I would love that. But so many people would be like, that sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you like, you didn't talk to anyone. I was like, yeah. And I could dwell on that or that I don't have someone to work out with every day. Yeah. Like this sucks, but I don't know. Like I tried to find the positive in it. And I like to set an example that way because I want like, <laughs> this is, it's funny because I, like I said, I try to put it out there on my Instagram stories and stuff like that. And I try to be super transparent on them. So I will say when things suck, but I also will say when things are awesome too. So I walk out um, my front yard, step off the dock onto the frozen lake and my dogs get to run everywhere. And I look around, I'm like, this is super cool. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy what I'm doing right now. And this is so different than anything that we ever did before. But I don't know. Like I said, people want to connect with me too. And they want to hear about the things that are unmotivating in my life. For sure. They don't want to hear everything is butterfly and roses all the time. Yeah. Even though when I look at a situation like that, I'm like, that's not typically 
something that I would put myself into, but you know what? I'm going to enjoy it. And I actually do enjoy it. I'm not just saying like I'm making myself enjoy it. <laughs> I like the way that life has kind of unfolded out here. Yeah. But I have to share the shitty times with people too, or people would be like, okay, you're just that annoying person who just loves everything. And then they can't connect with me on a more personal level. It makes you unrelatable. It does. It makes you very unrelatable if you're only ever posting your highlight reel to social media. For sure. It's funny because um, we were talking about how, you know, unmotivating it can be to get like some days into the gym. It can be hard. So I posted on my story like, the worst part, and honestly, there's days I'm in the living room and I'm like, oh, I don't want to work out. I don't want to work out. And I think it's because it's it's super cold outside and just like getting out to the gym is the worst part. Once I'm in there, I'm totally fine. Which it's 30 feet from your house. Yeah, it's really close. <laughs> it's really close. But if I can share that with people like, okay, this is the shittiest part. I did feel unmotivated. Yeah. Like not every day am I like, holy smokes, do I love working out? I'm just going to get myself right into the garage and get my workout and everything's great. They want to see that sometimes I have to motivate myself too to get out there. We post an Instagram story the other day. I'm like, this is the most unmotivating part for me. But once I'm in there, I'm good. Mm -hmm. And someone messages me like, first world problem. I'm like, oh, this isn't even a first world problem. So you've actually given it more than it is. It's not, but people need to see that I have days where I'm not motivated to work out too, but I make it happen. And for some they could perceive that as a bad day. Yeah. And I think that's what we're trying to to get at like, with this podcast. It's like, is it a bad day or is it a bad moment that you're letting ruin your day? And I saw this thing on Pinterest maybe or something and it was, <laughs> it was, it, I found it somewhere really random and it was like, you know, say you have, and I'm just going to make these numbers up because I don't remember the exact number, but let's say you have, and someone steals $10 from you, are you going to just throw the rest of that money away? Probably not because you still have $83,000 and like $390. Mm -hmm. So now turn that into seconds. And we have, again, I'm making the number up because I don't know if that's exactly what it is, but let's say it's 83,400 seconds every single day. And if you have a bad 10 seconds, mm-hmm. are you going to throw away the other 83,000 seconds and let that just entirely derail your whole day? Or are you going to take a step back and be like, this is not a bad day. This is a bad moment that, mm-hmm. I, that I just need to get through. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Good Pinterest find. Look at you <laughs> pinning away. I wouldn't have... It was a slow week at work. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really 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 hate Saskatchewan weather like I am no I I hate it I hate it I I love summers I think it's beautiful here I hate Saskatchewan winter so I had to invest in some really good winter clothing because that was my downfall and also I need to be outside walking my dogs every day and that was another thing that I was dreading was going out so invested in the (laughs) it's so funny we live in Temperatures can get to minus 40 here. And I'm like being cheap with a winter coat. Like (laughs) what? Like what is wrong with you? Two things I'm cheap with. Winter clothing and fitness shoes. And like two of the things that I need the most. Like daily. 
daily. So I actually finally asked for a Canada Goose jacket for Christmas. Had to get multiple fam- like my all my family members came together. We're just like, girl needs a warm winter coat. Like let's all pitch in and get her one. I don't know why I'm it, anybody else weird like that. Something that you need, but you're like, I'm not spending the money on that. But it was seriously the best investment that I ever could have had because I hate, hate, hate the weather here. Now you're like, well, why do you live here? I know that's not the goal someday is to not live in this weather all the time. I will try to do something about it eventually. It's not the time to right now, but that is the reason we travel as much as we do. So it's like everything kind of plays a role in the way that I choose to live my best life. I actually, a friend recently described it to me as essentially the choices we make, we can make to curate our life. And I really liked that because it was like, right, I do want to curate a life that I like. Some people curate their Instagram feeds to make it look like something that they're not. Here's me posting a photo on Instagram the other day of me like sitting on the rower because I try to always like do a little video clip of me working out, um, to share with my followers. Same thing because we're doing the same workouts and stuff like that and helps motivate. If you don't like them, don't watch them. But after, <laughs> after I was like, I don't have to justify this shit to you guys. <laughs> Sorry, that was aggressive. But I was like, the, the camera was left rolling and I'm like, it was a hard workout and I hated it so much. And I'm like, rolled around on the floor while and then I like sat on the rower, like drinking my water. And I'm like, no, I'm going to post this shitty moment to Instagram. And it's like, this is something that I didn't like the way that I felt. And sometimes we have to do things that we don't like in our day. So essentially, we, you know, are leading a life further down the road, doing less things that we don't want to do, like for our health. And we talked about that actually on the last episode that we did together. Oh, did we? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, it's not just a highlight reel. That wasn't a setup photo. It was a still from the video that was left rolling after my workout. My shoes are literally strewn in front of my barbell. (laughs) Like that was what that scene looked like right afterwards. And I'm just like dying to myself in it. So yeah, I don't curate my Instagram feed. I try to be transparent with it as well. And that is like, I go on there and I will say things that suck too. But here's the other thing. So yeah, I make the choices that curate my day. But what I also try to do is live as drama free as possible. And that is huge. Drama attracts drama. And what you're putting out into the world is going to come back full circle for sure. You have the choice to be a part of it or not. And some people live for that. And I'm perfectly content to be living my quiet life out here that I'm choosing. And I get it, that lifestyle isn't an option for everyone, but participating in drama is. And people who say drama always follows me around, they are just as guilty for stirring it up as well. Which is like, if it's always following you around, what's the lowest common denominator? Yeah, where's the common denominator here? <laughs> I just laugh at that. It, I When I went... Um, to school one of the many times that I went to school for this job that I do um, I had an instructor that said something that it, it stuck with me and it will probably stick with me till the day I die and it was he said it in the context of relating to an evaluation score that we got for some of our skills performances that we had to do in order to graduate as a you know a paramedic and 
some some of us were upset with our scores and he said if you have a problem the very first place you need to look is within and if you can look within yourself and say I genuinely did everything I could do and I you know for instance in the in this frame I studied as hard as I could I practiced as hard as I could and I I do not feel that I was fairly treated in regards to this situation then you can look externally but if you can't do that and if you can look within and say oh you know what I probably could have practiced this a little bit more then putting that drama out into the universe onto other people is futile because the only place that's going to come from your ability to fix it is is within yourself yeah I totally agree and I love that and I love when people reflect it back to you too that is huge. And I think too many people try to blame too many other things in life. And they don't they forget that it all starts with you. Mm-hmm. That's the first place that you need to look. And, and, and I think maybe the other thing, too, we should say before we move on is that you're entitled to a bad day. Absolutely. Because there are some very genuinely bad days out there. Mm-hmm. You, you know, if you lose a loved one, if... You, you lose your job or you lose your house in a fire or, you know, you, you get sick and you end up in the hospital. We're not saying you're not entitled to call that a bad day because you absolutely are. We're, we're talking about things that are not real problems that you're allowing mm-hmm. to, to turn into real problems. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a, a good reminder to everyone, too. Mm-hmm. We're not saying that you can't have a bad day either. So, okay, so moving on then, um, what is your vision for the future, like uh, for your future, we should say, as you utilize this mindset and where do you hope to get to in life with this no bad days style of living? Well, I briefly just talked about the fact that I am going to try and not live in Canada full time someday. I hope that it takes my butt right to a beach chair in Mexico in the future (laughs) It's no secret that I totally aspire to live as a digital nomad, meaning like working from abroad, running my business from abroad. But how could you ever have a bad day in that warm sunshine? Like that vitamin D, you know, there's no seasonal affective disorder there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe that one day it rains. You only get eight hours of sunlight instead of ten. That could be a a sad time. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I guess a hurricane could hit, but that definitely sounds like future Ashland's problem again. But, you know, even in that instance, so I guess if you have insurance and nobody gets hurt, then it could be worse again, right? For sure. Like, I just, I can't wait to explore that time in our lives. And I really love the unconventional things that we've chosen to do with our lives so far. And I just think that it's going to be an another amazing chapter. I also feel like people are always kind of like waiting for me to like hate something. Because I feel like that's such a, I don't know. People get set in their ways and hate change and they expect that others should too. People really expected me to hate life out at a small town lake. They were just like, oh, you're moving from the city. It's like, well, yeah, again, I'm a small town girl. Like, mm-hmm. I'm Just living in a lonely world. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm sorry. God, I had to, I'm so I had to get that in there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and living in a lonely world. Um, <laughs> but 
people, they love to dr- drill out the negative, right? They're like, they are like, oh, you're moving to a lake? Mm-hmm. Well, when it's winter, you're going to hate that. And they just like sit there like Mr. Burns, like tapping their <laughs> fingertips together, waiting for me to say that I hate it. It's like people love to wallow in other people's sorrows. They're yeah. just like, ooh, I can't wait till she hates her life choice. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, you're talking about the weather and how it's cold. You don't love the cold. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm different. I, I actually enjoy the winter. I like the winter activities, so we're a, not super relatable in that sense. But, but again, that's one of those things that, like, you know that it's something you dislike, and you could very easily let that derail you and, and turn it into a, quote, bad day. Mm-hmm. But you choose not to. And that's, I think, a big part of what this mindset is, is, is accepting that maybe things aren't perfect or the way you want them and choosing not to let them ruin the rest, the rest of your life. But I think that's how, that, that's the separator between successful people and unsuccessful people. You know, that also might sound harsh, but the successful ones are like, how am I going to make this work? Yeah. And then the people who are less successful are always dwelling on the things that suck. I hate my job, I hate my life, I hate this, I hate the weather, and it just is this, it just keeps, one feeds into the next, and then how does anyone grow when they always live in a negative mindset? Uh, this is something actually that I tell clients, clients quite often, that nothing positive ever came from negativity all the time. So when they're like, they do they check in with me and they're like, huh, this was, I had a shitty week. I'm never going to lose weight. I'm, and it's like, not with that attitude, you're not. Like, how did you think that this was going to work when you're like, I'm a failure. And sometimes I write back and I'm like, okay, for next week's check-in, I only want to hear the things that, and it's not, and I'm not, again, this, I'm not making them feed me the highlight reel, but I want them to see the good things that they did too. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes they're so hard on themselves that they can only see the bad things when they did a ton of really good things as well. And they probably don't often realize that the good things they achieved actually outweigh the the parts that they are not happy with. Yeah, and that's definitely 100% what I see a lot out of people. And like I said, I want to celebrate the successes with them too. And they need to be in that positive mind frame to make those positive changes. It's anything, your career, your you know, weight loss, your fitness, you can put it in any goal. If you're like, this is the worst, I'm never going to do this, then you're never going to do it. So, okay, so then are there any parts of this mindset that you could be better at? Or like, is there an area that you feel is sort of deficient that you sort of need help from others in developing oh my god i still bitch about menial things like that's totally my process but i never try to say i'm having a bad day i try not to use those specific words if i am having a day that isn't going like exactly according to plan or the way that i thought it was going to i'll just say it's been a day and i'll say it it's been a day (laughs) just like that instead that's usually how our some of our phone calls start. Yeah, I would never call you and be like, I'm having a bad day. I'm having the worst day. It's all about how you phrase it. So it's I, I try to say like, okay, it could be worse, but 
I also feel like that, like I was saying before, people connect with each other by having mutual complaints about things or even just (laughs) making people know that, yeah, it is okay to complain about something. That's totally fine. I'm not letting the negativity consume me either. I call you, I vent it to you. I feel better. I can move on now. Like that's all that I needed. Uh, like it's probably more just about getting out of your own head about it. Right. Yeah. Okay. So there's this lady who she's like, I'm not having it lady. Have you seen her? She always makes her, um, Instagram videos and she's like a little Texas voice and she puts like the big mouse, um, filter on her videos. I don't think I've seen that. It's a, it's a rant. She does a, a rant. I don't believe this woman is a super negative person, but people love her videos. They're hilarious because you can totally connect with them. You're like, one of them was about like people parking at the grocery store and like how people will like pull up too close when you're trying to back up because they want your spot so bad. Or like (laughs) mine is people getting their bags at the airport. Let's all friggin' stand around so close to the conveyor and then no one else. You know what? If we all just stood back a little bit, we can all still see our bags and everybody can go in and get them. But she's like talking about, she's doing these rants that are totally relatable. Like I love, you know what really grinds my gears? It's funny. (laughs) Peter Griffin knew what's what. But it's not that, you know, you're like, they're the most negative person in the world. You want to laugh. She's funny. You relate to it. You connect with her. You agree with her. And you know that someone else out there is dealing with the same dumb things that you do. And that cycles back exactly to what you were saying earlier yeah. in this episode about that you're, you are not the only one with these problems. Yes. And a lot of times just understanding that other people are dealing with similar things or in some cases the exact same thing is therapeutic in its own way. For sure. And okay, so this is kind of like, just like how people sensationalize the word busy. And I read a really good article that said, being busy used to make me feel important. It made me feel like the world needed me. Like somehow I was more valuable or valid when busy. Perhaps that's why I wore it like a badge and quickly resorted to it when people asked how life was. Yet in reality, busyness was just another addiction that I clung to so I could avoid things that made me uncomfortable. And that really resonated with me because it's so true. People love telling people how busy they are. And this is where I try to use the word productive instead. So it's like, what is the first thing that people love to, how is your day today? Busy. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So I try to say productive and it, it really changes the tone from like a negative to a positive. And I think that's that whole perspective thing. So I just took like, I was overwhelmed and busy and like I'm clearly a more important person than you because I was so, so busy into I was productive. I got a ton of shit done today. Mm-hmm. Like I'm feeling good about life. Mm-hmm. And it was the same day, both described both ways. And it's again, it comes back to what what's your frame of reference? Like in, in which way are you looking at yes. what happened, right? Totally. Are you looking at it from a negative perspective of I'm busy, I don't have time for anything? Or are you looking at it from the you know what? I did a lot of things today, but it was very productive. I crushed I crushed my day. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so if you could go back um, to old Ashlyn, let's say Ashlyn mm-hmm. circa 2005, mm-hmm. and 2005 Ashlyn's having a bad day, what knowledge would you give to her um, to get her on this path to living a life where you're striving for 
full good days every day. Oh my God. I would be like, girl, get your shit together. You are not a special snowflake. You are not dying. You have a roof over your head. You have food in your stomach. You have people in your life that love and support you. And convincing yourself otherwise is a disservice to yourself. You aren't too busy. There is a solution to everything that you have going on in your life. So just take that framework and live off of that. You might just have to work a little bit harder. You can do it. You're not lazy. Mm -hmm. You have drive and you can totally do this. So change your mindset and your actions will follow. I love that. I think for me, um, when I look back on old Brandon and I see the days that maybe I'm not happy with how things planned out, it it's stems from a fact of I had the opportunity to do this thing or to address this thing and I simply didn't. So if I was going back to, to old Brandon, I would say, like, dude, you got to learn to try and maximize your days. And I still have moments like that that come up where I'm like, okay, I could do this, but like, oh man, like I'm tired and I worked hard. I worked hard today. And, and I, this happened to me like four days ago where I was at work and we were running a bunch of calls throughout the day and we got back to our base kind of later in the evening. And, um, I'm training for an Ironman right now. And I had a, a training session that I still had yet to complete for the day. And I had the physical time to do it. And I was talking to my girlfriend on the phone and I said, I'm very quickly losing the motivation to get on this bike and ride. And I had to ride for an hour and 15 minutes, which compared to what I'm doing right now, for me personally, is is very short. It's not a long session. Yeah, you were doing some three hour ones recently. And she kind of gave me a little kick in the pants and she said, just, I'm going to hang up, get on the bike and do it. I know you're going to feel instantly better Mm -hmm. as soon as you get on and you just start doing it. And in that moment, I was feeling bad for myself. And I was like, oh, it's already 10 o'clock at night and I want to go to bed. I worked hard today. I worked hard today. And guess what? As soon as I got on the bike and I started training and I started sweating and I started doing, accomplishing this thing that I was building it up to be more in my head than it actually was, Mm -hmm. instantly felt better. Yeah. And like you said, (laughs) you're like oh, I need to treat myself because I had a busy day and I worked hard today. So I should just go lay in bed and watch some TV. And then you would have woke up the next day and you'd been like, wow, I feel like a piece of shit because I didn't go do the training that I had set out for myself. And then it makes it worse. And I know like those days have happened to me more times than I care to admit. Mm -hmm. And every single time I've woken up and I was going, oh my God, I could have done that. Like, what did I achieve by allowing this bad moment to derail the rest of my day? Yeah, no, I totally agree. And yeah, you always have such good questions for me. I love it. I love our I love our podcast together because we really dig deep into some we things. Do. We have some good discourse. Um, and, and that's actually, that's the last question I had. Oh. So we're done. Um, so thank you, you know, so much for having me on again. Um, the last time I was here, I closed out with a quote that was really special to me. Um, and I was fortunate that a lot of people were able to tell me how much they loved hearing what we had to talk about last time we were on the show. Um, and I don't have a quote today, unfortunately. Um, but I do have a thought that I want to leave everybody with that, you know, maybe you can help, 
uh, get you on the right path when you feel like you're having a bad moment. Um, so, you know, let's pretend that you're driving down the road and everything's going fine. You're having a normal day. You've got some tunes on, you're drinking your coffee and all of a sudden you get a flat tire. So you pull over, you get out and you check the damage and you're like, yep, you know what? I drove over a nail and I have a flat tire. In that moment, you're, you have a few options. You can, number one, get to work, pull out your spare tire, jack it up, change the tire, put the, the donut on, move on with your day, get that tire fixed and everything goes back to normal. Number two, you can call for help. Um, have someone come assist you with your problem, help you address it and help you deal with it. And again, continue on with your day after it's dealt with. Or you can stand there, pull out your knife and slash your other three tires and then you're stranded there. The rest of your day is ruined. You can't go anywhere because now you're stuck in this moment with four flat tires because you slashed three of them because one of them went flat. This ruins your day. Maybe it ruins your week. Maybe it ruins your month because it now snowballs into this effect of other problems that are going to present themselves as a result of this. So now pretend it's not a car and it's actually just a minor problem. It's the ketchup that you spilled when you pulled it out of the fridge. What do you choose? Do you clean it up? Do you ask someone, your, your significant other maybe to come help give you a hand and you can just deal with it right then and there and get it done? Or do you leave it and now it gets all crusty and it rots and it gets all moldy and now it ruins your life in other ways than that brief moment that it just inconvenienced you. And the point of this is most of our problems in life can be solved if we just take the moment in that moment to address the situation at hand and deal with it right then and there rather than stranding yourself on the side of the road because you let it take control and you slashed your other tires you can avoid so many bad days and so many bad instances if you just change your flat. I love it. I love it. I was going to say, and then the barbecue stains your walls and then you have to repaint your house. <laughs> like there's your snowball. There's the snowball. Oh no. Thank you so much for coming on with me again today. I really appreciate you taking the time to come out here and just throw down with me. Always a pleasure. And you guys, don't forget to visit studio.com and use promo code SWEATEFECT15, not SWEATEFECT, SWEATEFECT15 to receive 15% off your purchase on a beautiful pair of high-quality headphones or earbuds. If you enjoyed the episode, all I ask is that you screenshot it and share it on your Instagram story or feed to show your love. This way, the show can continue to grow and expand its listeners. The show exists because of sponsorship, so in order for me to have sponsors support it, it needs to have a following of subscribers and ratings. Taking the time to share it with your followers will totally help keep it thriving. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, please get in touch with me and I can give you all of the details so we can start working on promoting and advertising your business. Head over to my Instagram page at sweat underscore effect for all of my insights, experiences, and daily dose of goodness. Until next time, keep on having fun and keeping fit.